On the Wake Up Radio presents The Hour. You must remember, the enemy has only images and illusions behind which he hides his true motives. Destroy the image and it will break the enemy. The it that you refer to is a powerful weapon. What is the story we tell ourselves? And every story needs a beginning. Your imagined suffering makes you lifelike. Lifelike, but not alive. Pain only exists in the mind. It's always imagined. So what's the difference between my pain and yours? Between you and me? To find a solution to a problem is answer. You already know. The hour. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is On The Wake Up Radio. This is Cindy Ashby, and this is The Hour. And today, today, my friends, we have the most amazing man, and he's back, O.C. Burton II. What's up, O.C.? How's everybody doing out there? How you doing, Cindy? I am grand now that you're here. Yeah. (laughs) And where did we last leave off? We need to cover... Why and how we can regain our greatness. Why these things happen to us that we covered. The indoctrination, the brainwashing, the accepting the propaganda, and all of the miseducation. And why that happened. Why it was done to us. And now we face it being done to humans. So we're going to cover that and then we'll go into how we can regain our greatness and talk a little bit about people struggling to be human. And this, this all takes us back to the fact that we started with how have we failed our children, right? The how, the what, the where, the when, the, the why, and, you know, and just trying to find a way out of this uh, mucky hole we've dug for ourselves and our children. Yeah, it's, um, you know, uh, talk to a few people and, you know, I don't feel like I failed my children. It's not about just your children. You know, when I was uh, raising my children, I would take other children with me to football game, out to a movie, et cetera, et cetera. We evade the each one teach one. So this is not about individuals. This is about self and family not developing a community. Well, I did want to say to you, we started with Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. Why that song first to lead this? Well, my friend, I talked to him a couple of times. He was a genius. Now, Sierra Garrett wrote the song, but we haven't listened to the words. We listen to the beat, the music. We don't listen to words. Words have meaning. And if you want the world to be a better place, start with yourself. Look at that man in the mirror. And my mentor, one of my mentors, he tells me that most people can't 
look at themselves in the mirror for a minute. That's why we have not listened. You know, I always say, you know, in my program when I'm teaching the young people and some adults, it's not just listening. You must listen, hear, and understand. When anybody is talking to you, you never stop that conversation until you understand what the person has said to you. That's communication. We talk at, not with. Wow. No, and you're right, right? So it's all about the words. You know, it's that moment where he says, you know, I see the kids in the street with not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind? Question mark. Pretending not to see their needs. A summer's disregard, a broken bottle top, and a one-man soul. They follow each other on the wind, you know. Because they got nowhere to go. (laughs) And, you know, I hear people now, well, you know, it's the millionaire's problem to fix this. It's everybody's role to fix this. It's the citizen's role to fix this, not just one ethnic group. We were the example, but we don't have a bill. We don't have a bill. If you do something to us, it's illegal. And we took the brunt of the beatings and the hangings and the experiments down in Tuskegee and a lot of other things that a lot of people don't know about. They heard it, but they don't know what happened because we've been so believe. No, you have to know and understand. So as you mature as a man or woman, you grow into wisdom. Well, here's the thing. It's, they say it takes a village, right? It takes a village. And I want you to also put that with Kid Shop Yet. Because definitely I've seen some beautiful progress with my son because he does take classes with you. And I just wanted you to let the people know what you do, where's your website, and why it takes a village. Well, let me say this before I get into that. And it's just a sentence. The village has been plundered. So now what do we do? And we may be too late. Now, it does take a village. But when you don't have the village, what do you do then? When you have, I don't like the word parent, these last two generations, and I'm going to say I see sperm donors and birth canals. I'm just being direct. No, you know, uh, hurt, not trying to hurt anybody's feelings or anything. Parenting is out of the window. There's too much childhood trauma. There's too much society trauma. There's too much abuse, domestic violence. And there's also trauma in the workplace, which falls under society, it's, it's just too much. It's triple trauma, and a lot of people are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s trying to work through it, and they don't know how. 
Now, in terms of the Kids Shop Yet ORG, it is a life skills, career, business, and entrepreneurship training program. This came from 45 years of my life, well, now 47 years, in business. I saw some things in those 45 years that I knew would lead us to this to today, but the situation that we're in. And here again, well, you know, I'm not in a situation. I'm doing great. We have to get away from individualism. The creator and the creative forces left three directions. Develop self, connect with another like mind and develop family, and then develop community with other families and other single people or human beings. So what we tend to do is I saw at a very young age, well, in my 30s, that most people don't understand the system we're in, and the children surely don't. They only understand it's capitalism. I got to grow up and get a job, make money, and do whatever else. Very few people have a plan for their life. So what we do is just give them an understanding in our beginner's course of business and personal. We explain the system to them, how it actually works, not how people think it works. And then we go into how you set up a business, you know, under the state and under the city and the county if necessary, all the paperwork. And then we teach them startup, ownership, operation, management, advertising, marketing, and promotion. That's it in terms of business. And we get into some other lessons. Um, we, we explain the startup process. We explain why you should start now. We get into the five pillars of life in which I knew them, but I had my mentor, Mr. Yusef Suda. He uses accountability, ethics, honor, integrity, and responsibility. We have not been taught the universal principles, the universal laws, and the moral principles to life and living a moral life. This is the most corrupt society in the world. And we're seeing it now. My question is, what are the people going to do about it since you've allowed it to grow to this point? This is no one else's problems. This is the people's problem because we have not been obedient to our creator. Humans are a problem. People struggling to be human, it's a problem. So we cover um, very basic things in the beginner's um, manual. Um, who, what, when, where, how, and why. Most people don't know. If you learn the terms 
You can solve any problem that's brought before you. You can do proposals. You can do a lot of things. Some things it only takes 15 minutes to learn. And the education system has done a very poor job in teaching life skills. And when I say that to people over the phone, publicly, when I used to say it, they say, well, it wasn't intended to do that. Well, if we know that it wasn't intended to do that, why didn't we correct it? I mean, it makes no sense. But people tell me, well, that's how you think. Well, it's a mess. What are we going to do about it? Yeah, it, it, it's to the point where it's almost like, uh, it's like, well, it was, it's a bunch of blind folks. <laughs> you get what I'm saying and what is it it's the man with the one eye is the king to the blind folks type thing but at the end of the day the powers that be they can see they can see that they have beaten us down with information and here's the saddest part the information is readily available all you got to do is look it up. You don't have to go to a library. You don't have to look at a Britannica. You don't have to. Do you get what I'm saying? Like It's right at your fingertips. And when you try to explain something to most people, they'll tell you, no, that's not what the news told me. <laughs> well, you know what I say to those that I uh, link with around the country, you know, it's easier said than done because we speak a foreign language English my mentor brought this to my attention I always knew it but and I'm gonna give a shout out to Mr. Suda he has a way of articulating things where it is very understandable and he has a book out now um I died and came to earth. I haven't read it. I've seen a little bit of the manuscript when he was working on it. But he's been on on the Wake Up Radio and he has a very good way of articulating what needs to be done and the understanding of certain terms in the English language and he has a very good program um, until COVID we were working together Rites of Passage Sonship program Sonship and Kid Shop yet worked together I did the economic component and he did the Rites of Passage into manhood so you know maybe we'll work together again but um, that's where we are um, you can reach the program through 725-200-8342, and you can reach our website, ksyet.org, and the program has uh, radio stations in uh, upstate New York, Holland Park, Michigan, and here in Las Vegas. And you can contact, listen to the station at urbanstarradio.com forward slash WKRN. 
or you can download the app at Urban Star Media and just look for WKRN and we have a very good uh, lineup of music. We do hip hop Saturday. We have a very good show Monday, Wednesday and Friday with DJ E-Man out of New York. Um, we have uh, one of our good DJs out here in Vegas on Tuesday and Thursday, DJ Mikey B. Easy for the young people. And we're starting a financial literacy show on Sundays. And I have to get with my chief DJ and see what time that's going to be. But you can go to our Facebook page, group page, WKRN, and that's Worldwide Kid Shop Radio Network. Oh, that's splendid. That is splendid. So now, <laughs> all that's been going on in the world, uh, do you feel like one of the reasons why many have lost their weight is the, the distractions, right? Uh, and so, uh, what? it's monkeypox today. Yesterday was a shooting, or maybe there's another shooting today. Day before was another <laughs> shooting, right? It's just like, huh. <sighs> Yeah, you don't even have time to think about yourself. You're just like, wow, it's a lot of lot going on, right? Do you feel like this will change the minds of many, or do you feel like we're all like we're just so wrapped up in what's going on in the world? I put that in quotes that we can't even focus on ourselves and chil- and our children, even though the whole point of the distraction is to take our minds off ourselves and our community and our children. You've got um, a group of sheeple. Um, it's sad. And I'm just the person that speaks my mind. It brings tears to those who know, eyes, what we're seeing today. It's just chaos. Now, the good thing about chaos is you can bring order out of chaos. That might happen. But this is a sad scenario. We have not taught and trained our own children. We have left them to the misgivings of an educational system, city by city, county by county, state by state, region by region, and in this good old United States of America to be dumbed down as human beings. People say, well, you know, Osi, I don't agree with the things that you say. I don't expect you to because you haven't studied too much of anything. I don't expect to see much more than what I see. And people that know are afraid to say it But we have a planet of idiots. We do. And in my studies of the ancient times, humans were always a problem. See, we think that everybody's human. We think that, well, we're people and there is a a race over there, a race over there, a race over there. Is the human race. That's humanity. And there are different 
ethnicities and nationalities from there. We were displaced and we allowed things to be taken from us because we were overpowered, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever happened, happened. I wasn't there. I don't like talking about that. I can see what's happening now and everybody can see it. We just go along with it. I got a text the other day uh, or a post on, on my personal Facebook page. Well, you know, martial law is coming. I mean, we talk casually about things happening to us that are abnormal to human beings. We've been beat down so much to where we do what they want done. There's no fight left. There's no fix it. Nobody has a remedy for this. And as human beings, the powerful human beings that we are, human beings are the greatest creation on the planet. And here we are stuck in the mud, can't figure it out. Let anything happen to us, say nothing about it, do nothing about it. We do not unite. We do not yet uh, network. We don't communicate with each other. Now, that being said, everybody wants to now look at me or somebody who talks like me. Well, what do you think we should do? Well, it's obvious that most don't know what to do or they'd be doing it. And with our human characteristics being knocked down as they are, you're not going to take my advice. So don't waste my time. It's too little, too late. And what I understand, Cindy, is that disobedience brings punishment. Can't get around it. So let it be. Apparently, everybody's cool with it. Let it be. We've been chasing money. We've been chasing the opposite sex. We've negated teaching and training our children on the things that they should know, which makes them not want to listen. Children know when you don't care. They figure it out. And if you don't deal with them at a young age, when they get older, they're going to be upset at you. I remember uh, my grandmother used to say, uh, you can't straighten the tree once it's bent. <laughs> once it's bent, you, you, you know, you can't complain about your children when they're like 17, 19, 25, 30. You can't complain about them once it's been bent. You don't want to pay attention to them. You don't want to listen to them. You don't want to ask them about their day. You wanted to just shout commands. Now, that's how we grew up, right? Did you clean your room? Do the dishes? Did you go out in the yard? Did you do this? Did you do that? But as we kind of grew up, we, we figured, okay, when I have minds, I'm going to do it a little different. Now, you talked about individualism, but every child is different, right? Every child is different, right? So we come from this uh, generations of, you know, ass whoopings, take names later type shit, right? <laughs> and as you kind of go on and you think about how you are, right? Because there's no other O.C. Burton the second. It's only you. There's only one you. 
as as this child. It's only one him. There's only one her. And we have to, like you said, we have to develop this thing where we are not talking at each other, but a communication across the board. When you were talking about all the things that have been taking from us, I wanted to play this clip for you because I thought this was interesting. Let's check okay. this out. Aaron Salter Jr. wore many hats in his life, retired police officer, substitute teacher, but one of his true passions was science. He built a lab in his garage where he spent countless hours working to develop an engine that could run on water. It's not running off a of gas fuel? No, there's no gas fuel. No, no gas fuel. Sadly, for all he was in life, the world is learning his story because of the courage he displayed doing his job, protecting his community. Working security at the Topps grocery store, Salter engaged the shooter, who was heavily protected by body armor. We have evidence that he struck him at least one time, and that unfortunately had no effect. Not everyone would have made the same choice, to run towards gunfire. And with his experience, 30 years on the Buffalo police force, he had to have guessed the shooter had an assault rifle. Yet Salter tried, ultimately in vain, to save the lives of others. Aaron was, uh, I mean, a great individual, and I know he, in his heart, he wanted to save as many people as he could. And I, I, it didn't surprise me to hear that he engaged the guy right away that tried to stop him. Salter retired from the Buffalo Police Force in 2018, and by all accounts, he didn't need this job at Tops, working security. Surviving a job in law enforcement and making retirement. Yeah. It's a big deal for you personally and for your family because they expect, you know, you can kind of ride it out now and enjoy your life. But Salter chose to continue serving his community because he believed he could make it better. Now his former colleagues are trying to get him reinstated into that police force for a single day so his city can honor him with the formal police funeral they say he deserves. Mike Now, that was heavy for me. I, I, I you know... I was away, didn't really get to watch much of what happened in Buffalo, New York. And I thought to myself, how does a man that invented the water-based car engine, just like that, gone. His friends want to initiate him back on the force so he can be honored. What about the fucking car? <laughs> well, you know... This corporate government society, they want only what they want. They want to play the creator. I don't know if they'll get away with it. Everybody says, well, you know, in the end, we win. Okay. Now, they don't want that. We had a resource-based economy in the beginning. It was changed to a monetary system, initially backed by silver and gold. And I fast forwarded up. I didn't want to go through all the shekels, shekels and gold coins and all of that. But currencies were backed up by minerals, specifically silver gold. They have taken out presidents trying to get back into that system because the fractured reserve system with the Federal Reserve, oh, it just makes everybody wealthy who's involved with it. We are dealing with corrupt 
absolutely corrupt individuals. Oh, baby. When you say individual, I don't even think these people are human, right? And so They may not be. Right. And so for me, when you were talking about the money part, I don't think people really understand what we're dealing with. There's an article that says monkeypox fears may rescue endangered corporations, aiding public in forgetting their past sins. In recent days, concern over a global outbreak of monkeypox, a mild disease related to smallpox and chickenpox, has been hyped in the media and health ministries around the world, even promoting emergency meetings at the World Health Organization. For some, fears have centered around monkeypox being potential next pandemic after COVID-19. For others, the fears that monkeypox will be used as the latest excuse to further advance draconian biosecurity policies and global power grabs. Oh, this, this article about to get better. Regardless of how the monkeypox situation plays out, two companies already cashing in. As concern over monkeypox has risen, so too have the shares of Emergent Biosolution and SIGA SIGA Technologies. Both companies essentially have monopolies in the United States market and other markets as well on smallpox vaccines and treatments. Their main smallpox-focused products are conveniently also used to protect against the treat. Or treat monkeypox as well. As a result, the shares of emergent biosolution climbed 12% on Thursday. And those at SIGA soared 17.1%. Let me tell you who who's tied into all of this, right? So it basically says that these two companies did it. I want to get to the, I want to, okay. The billionaire corporate raider, Ron Perlman, has deep and controversial ties to Clinton family and the Democratic Party, as well as troubling ties to Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein. Imagine, people dead, they still, they still making money. Aside from his controlling stake in SIGA, Permil has recently made headlines for rapidly liquidating many of his assets in a desperate bid for cash. Mind you, this whole thing, it says something about the last time this company was around was when that anthrax shit happened. This is the same company. Mm-hmm. They, they keep coming back to recycle their evil deeds. And, you know, the people aren't up for the task. Um, here again, when you create a system that is not backed by anything monetarily, you know, you can do these things. We haven't figured it out. The paper money's not worth a quarter. And when the system crashes, everybody loses. Because in this fractured reserve financial system, all of the money is owed to someone else by someone else. Just look at the national debt. That's how the system operates. It's a big Ponzi scheme. And it's going to crash soon. So why do you think, Why? I mean, you talked about we're too busy making money, watching TV, going to work, paying fucking taxes, uh, 
I can't even chasing chasing the opposite sex. Some of us chasing the same sex. Yeah, all types of shit. Uh, <laughs> like what? what at, and that's the thing, right? Because it's it's like if you can see it, and I can see it, and whoever the hell is listening, you can see it. Why? Why everybody else got amnesia? They don't have amnesia. They live off of a belief system, not a knowledge system. And then they say, nobody can educate me. But you listen to everything that was left by the people that harmed us. You have not even gone back to study the original information from our ancestors. That is the information. Everything else was doctored and tainted and given to everybody. And I don't like talking about it because people can believe what they want. Let's see what happens. People actually believe <clears throat> that we were created to go through all this toil and struggle. But then they say, well, you know, it says you can have life and have it abundantly. It's confusing. It's and like, that's why they can't get anything done. It's like, which is it? Which is it, right? Like uh, Jackie was reading to me what the monkeypox was. It says, well, it's not sexually transmitted. Uh, it, 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 you know, it's not a problem. And then the article ends with, and it was two men, it was two men having sex and they both got monkeypox. And it's like, huh? <laughs> I'm, you're like scratching your head. I thought it wasn't sexually transmitted. No, we found it in a bathhouse. I'm sure Fauci found it, right? Because I'm sure this is Fauci. Oh, this shit has Fauci written all over this motherfucker. Oh, It's pitiful. Now, now let me just interject this because it's real simple. When you talk about, and I'm talking about our ethnic group, why we are hated and why certain things have been done to us. It is simply jealousy and envy. Point blank. That's it. That's all. Yeah, you know, they're not gonna want to. They're not gonna want to hear that. OC. they're gonna say, "We're jealous." Oh, I'm playing devil advocate right now. How are we jealous, Mister Burton? Well, why did you steal everything? See, I'm a good one for this. They don't want to say that to me. You have all the attributes of jealousy. You don't listen. You think you know everything. Let's look at your record. You have destroyed, you have raped, killed, and stolen. So I know who your daddy is. Mr. Burton, that was not me. That was not me. What? That's what they would say. That, that's not me. I'm not racist. It I'm was your genealogy, and you're still doing it now. Those of you not, who are not doing it, okay, great. I don't want to hear it. Go play games. With some, look, I used to tell them, go home and play Games with little Jeremy and little Susie. Don't play with me. I didn't come here to play. Imagine if we had a whole bunch, billion, billion OCs on the planet. We'd be good. I don't know, you know. No telling what might happen. <laughs> but I don't play with them. And I stay away from them now. And I'm not going to go into any other detail because, you know, I'm going to do my time and transition. 
but they have no grounds to stand on. They're the new people on the planet. They forced their way into being in control and they use fear and control because they're ignorant. So what is, what is, and I'm just throwing this out there. Why, why don't we see this? Like, why, why don't, you know. You see it, we're afraid. That's what I'm going for. The fear. We're afraid. We see it. These are very destructive people. They like to destroy everything. So we walk around and say we're more than conquerors while we get in our ass beat. And maybe some people are fine with that. Okay. And maybe it was intended. I don't know all. I only know I see a mess in my lifetime, this time, on this planet Earth. It's been a mess. And my mentor tells me it has always been like this. (laughs) So, you know, I just disengage. It's easy for me at my age now. I disengage. I've lived my life. In every fight I've had, I had to fight by myself. I had to fix things by myself. I turn around, it's nobody behind me. Because they're afraid, cowardice is rampant on the planet, but yet you're going to heaven anyhow. We'll see. Here's the thing, is that it's so much, like I said, it's so much going on in the world that it is fear. But the saddest part is, at what point do we not say, why am I afraid? Why am I? I'm paying taxes and I'm afraid. Not only are you paying paying taxes, but you give the system more time than you give yourself. And you're afraid. You help build this mess. We don't want to build. Most don't know how to build anything. And, you know, when you get into the spiritual level, you know, a lot of spirits come to play. So that means that the light minds have to unite and network. That's it. That's all. Nothing's 100%. But can we do that? Well. I don't want to hear their opinions. Well, you know, the saying is so many chiefs and not enough Indians. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you have the wrong chiefs and the wrong Indians. Well, here's another, here's another one I, I wanted to play for you because I, I feel like this is very detrimental to what's going on, right? This has to do with our the children. point where prominent figures, prominent figures in the conservative movement, including Republican politicians, office holders and Fox News hosts are calling for the United States to intentionally starve babies in its care. That is not hyperbole and it's not satire. It is the actual stated position now on the right. As you have probably heard, there is a nationwide shortage of baby formula. We're going to discuss the complicated causes and possible solutions for that urgent crisis in a moment. But causes and solutions are not what the modern conservative movement really does when faced with a legitimate governing crisis. What they do is sniff around like a dog after a carcass to find the grossest way to demagogue the issue. And they have certainly found that here. 
Now, there are at least 20,000 migrants total held in U.S. detention facilities on any given day. A very, very small portion of them are infants, like nursing children, okay? We have a legal obligation under something called the Flores Settlement to give those children in our custody food and water. For babies, of course, that often means formula. So the right solution to this formula crisis and shortage is to stop feeding the immigrant babies. Yesterday, Texas Governor Greg Abbott said in a statement in part, quote, while mothers and fathers stare at empty grocery store shelves in panic, the Biden administration is happy to provide baby formula to illegal immigrants coming across our southern border. Our children deserve a president who puts their needs and survival first, not one who gives critical supplies to illegal immigrants before the very people he took an oath to serve. Now, I, I wanted to play the left because what he's going to say is they deserve to eat. What about the children here? <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? He, he left out one term that this is. It's evil. You have to call it what it is. These things, there's no shortage. <laughs> Look, as I said, when this was put into play, it was put on a resource-based economy. There are enough resources on this planet as long as you don't misuse them. Back to the car that runs by water. They misuse things for personal, corporate, governmental gain. That's it. That's all. Now, if you haven't been paying attention and you haven't done a little study and research, you might not know that. But, and I'm sorry, that's what it is. The misuse of resources is not what is supposed to happen. You're to utilize your resources for their purpose to engage, assist, feed, etc., etc., humans, people on the planet. These systems that we have lived under are corrupt. Oh. They're unfair. Oh, baby, are they ever corrupt? I, I've got. We have a, a one of our dark, dark lords to let us know what it's really about. Here you go. Your Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, it's my great honor to participate for the eighth time at this important meeting, even if only in a virtual way. I would like to express my high respect to His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum for having taken the initiative for creating such an important global platform for governments shaping the future. I also want to congratulate Dubai for having organized such a successful World Expo despite all the repercussions of the global pandemic. Last November, in partnership with His Excellency Mohammed Al Gargawi, we brought together 60 top intellectual thinkers here in Dubai. Thank you, 
to His Excellency for enabling this initiative to define a longer-term narrative to make the world more resilient, more inclusive and more sustainable. With all the current issues on our agenda, we tend to forget that we are in the midst of the fourth industrial revolution, which accelerates global change in much more comprehensive and faster ways than the previous three revolutions. I'm proud that the government of Dubai has been so foresighted in establishing a center for the fourth industrial revolution in cooperation with the World Economic Forum. The objective is to quickly recognize the potential of new technologies as well as develop the necessary ethical and political frameworks around those new technologies to ensure that those technologies are human-centered and society-oriented. The world has to overcome not only the damage done to our economies and our societies by COVID-19, it also has to confront the repercussions of a dangerous clash between major global powers. History is truly at a turning point. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems and supply chains will be deeply affected. In times of crisis, the role of governments is more important and more relevant than ever. What is also needed is a summit like this one to go beyond crisis management and to look into constructive ways we can build our common future. Our futures are intrinsically connected to one another as the profound challenges to mankind such as climate change are globally interconnected and require collaborative responses. In conclusion, and despite all the challenges, we have to uphold our responsibility which we have towards the next generation and which we can only fulfill through collaboration on a national and on a global level. I wish you an impactful and successful meeting. That is the One World Forum. That is Klaus Schraub. Makes me want to throw up. Yeah, we're going to have a shortage. We got agendas. We don't know what's going to happen. We care about the future. We need to work on technology. <laughs> it's just like, oh, shit, who's this guy? He doesn't look human. I'm not going to lie to you. It may not be. That's something else people can't discuss can't discuss big old universe and omniverse out there and this platform earth was a very special place when i go out and i study the outer world the omniverse and the universe i see that humans have always been a problem always like i said people struggle to be human Oh, I don't see what you're talking about. We're all human. No, we're not. 
Humans have characteristics. Babies have characteristics. I am no longer a baby. We have been mistrained. If we think at all, it's poorly. So, like I said, let it be. Whenever I hear his voice, he makes me want to throw up. Well, here's the thing, right? Is it's you said humans have characteristics and a soul. So last night when I was out with my dad and stuff, he we were talking about religion and the, the fact that uh, he says you have these people out here. They're like staunch, like it's so into religion, right? Where it's like they're they're Jesus, they're carrying the cross, and every time you see them, everything's serious, right? They're just pulling the the, the cross up the hill. It's just like no, no. And I turned to my dad and I said to him, "They're soulless. The reason for carrying this cross, the way you're carrying it, and you can't laugh and you can't." You can't smile and everything's serious and we're all damned to hell is because they're trying to obtain a fucking soul. (laughs) And everybody knows that in the moment of living this human existence that we have, it's about enjoying the moment, right? We're only here for a short time. And I got that from you, Sister Dove, right? We're only here for a short time. Why would you spend that time just mumbling and grumbling and trying to just destroy and and just being wicked overall who else can i fuck up today in a game of chess because that's what this is meanwhile the people are playing checkers but they're still trying to figure out the rules to checkers well these people are on chess or backgammon i don't know what they're playing (laughs) you know because this is ridiculous and and might I add for those that do do not know, Stevie Wonder has left America uh, some time ago. I think I think last year. And if you read his article, if you Google Stevie Wonder leaves America, Stevie Wonder, the musical genius, says, "I am leaving a country that has failed me." Now he's a multimillionaire. But he has a soul. And he's been an activist. And he's gone. That should tell you something. Because this country has failed us all. And I just want to know what we're going to do about it. Well, Stephen Wonder says that basically, you know, we have a. Uh we failed, right? And so he's relocated to Ghana. America's yep. not the place to be. Um, he talks about the racial injustice, and that's crazy because I didn't even know the man was gone. Moving on to the next story, Stephen Wonder planning to relocate to Ghana. Award-winning musician Stephen Wonder has revealed plans of permanently relocating to Africa, Ghana to be precise, due to the racial injustice in America. He made this known during an interview with Oprah Winfrey on the Oprah Conversation. Take a look at what he had to say. Uh, I promise you, if you do the right thing, 
I'll give you the song. I'll give it to you. You can have it. Because I want to see this nation smile again. Oh. And I want to see it before I leave to travel to move to Ghana. Because I'm going to do that. You're going to move permanently to Ghana? I am. You are? Why? Because I, wow. I, I don't want to yeah. see my... <clears throat> He's tired of this place. As we children, all do. Children's children have yeah. to say, oh, please. And, and I tell you, Cindy, and I not father please children, please I've me. been gone. What kind of and I have people in Ghana. I can go. And I might. This is a mess. And as my grandmother used to say, and my mother, you know, they were Christian. It's the same before God. It is. Because when you look at our actions, it is actually a betrayal of the creator. Ah, they go OC again. I'm just laying it out. You take it for what it's worth. Do you, do you feel like we'll ever be able to... Will the men be men? I mean, they're males already, right? Would they truly be all those things they taught us? A, a bit is a bit of propaganda, you know, a bit of indoctrination, you know. The knight is coming to save her from the castle type thing. Will men be men? Will men fight for and stand up for what they believe in? Not without going back to our ancestral and four parents' roots. There was, look, we only fall into two categories, basically, but, you know, there are some other, uh, you know, Jamaica, Bahamas, you know, people of color are everywhere. But the American uh, black, I don't like that word, but so everybody can identify what I'm saying, are indigenous to the land, we are the Indians, and then portion of us did come from Africa. So when you look at those two situations, what can we go back and look to find that is not present today? The young men had a rites of passage. When I met Sensei Kincanya back in the 80s, he was a Black Panther. He worked with Operation Human Rights after he left California in Birmingham, Alabama. I had the honor of meeting this man who let me know who I was. When Angela Davis had the shootout in Oakland, he was right there shooting. He had a program called Hunter Warrior Training. And when you go through this training, it will tell you either you're a hunter or you're a warrior. At that time in my life, I was both. Now in my elder years, I don't know. I'd have to go back to the train. 
I'm probably a warrior, but you know, the old men not supposed to be fighting. Probably still hunting and warring. Because I figured some things out. And I hear people talking. Yesterday was my son's birthday. I listen to him. I don't say anything anymore. We've been thrown off. Without a rites of passage, you don't produce men. And in our situation, not having relationship development, not learning how to develop a relationship. Like I said, it's a piss poor educational system. I'm at the I'm at the point where I don't care anymore. I don't know why teachers didn't do anything about it. You see, everybody wanted to get an education so they could go make money. It didn't care about you teaching the truth. Well, you know, see, we did what we was told. Well, you have a mind. Figure it out. And, you know, then, Cindy, I go back and I look at Scripture. And I understand when Yahshua was dealing with Shaitan in Job, this could be what I'm missing. This is not the creator's world. This is not a righteous system. Maybe I want it to be, but it is not that Maybe if to come, as it is said. And I notice that to be true because Satan could not give something to Yahshua. He said, if you bow down to me, I will give you this. Can you give something away that's not yours? Nope, it's not yours. So, here we are serving the synagogue of Satan. That should clear up a lot of things. And, you know, as my mentor says, because I got some questions too. You know, you can hit me with judgment. I got some questions. Uh, you know, so you can't question God. Why not? It's my creator. And now this takes me into understanding that there are benevolent spirits and there are malevolent spirits. So everybody, you're, you're right. Children are different. Because some of these children have malevolent spirits. You going to change that? Most people don't know that. So, you know, it is what it is. We're at the point of a one world government, one world religion, one world this, coming out of every World War Three, new 
uh, empires uh, come into leadership. So we'll see. But all these old uh, project paper clips, all these old, all this is unnecessary. But who am I? Maybe it's very necessary. But I've never seen <laughs> a group of people like I am witness, scared of their own shadow. And, you know, when I've encountered them, I always say, do with me what you will. But I'm not doing that. There's nothing you can do to make me do it. And I had officers say, well, if I put a gun to your head, I said, you got to get it to my head. I told you I'm not doing When I tell you I'm not doing something, I'm not doing it. So now you take it what it's worth. Yeah, it, it, it's to the point of a madness. I think sometimes uh, I want to say may, maybe most people don't know what's going on. I just wanted to play this clip for you. This is why in today's society, most people don't even care about the truth. Why? Well, because to them, unfortunately, a lie is more entertaining. So now let's start with March 1st, 1790, when then President George Washington and Vice President John Adams, along with Speaker of the House Frederick Muhlenberg, signed the 1790 Census Act. According to the census itself, it states that the 1790 Census Act is a law that, quote, required that every household be visited, that completed census schedules be posted in two of the most public places within each jurisdiction, there to remain for the inspection of all concerned, and that the aggregate amount of each description of persons for every district be transmitted to the president. So let me point out that some households, not all, were visited by these individuals entitled as census enumerators, also known as census takers, who are technically federal government unsupervised employees who allegedly went from town to town, city to city and door to door, deciding who was of what race and then documented the family they meet as such. So you mean to tell me that these census takers were provided instructions by way of the government to document and record the ethnic category of various family members based on their perception of the family when they visited? And their opinions were considered to be official historical records of information? Even though they did not count every individual living within the United States due to the multiple indigenous Niji raids and rebellions occurring during this time period, the alleged first official census of the entire United States was implemented on a day dubbed as Census Day on August 2nd, 1790. See now, what's very important to note here is that the quote, free people of color 
were recorded all in one group. And also note that it states free and not freed, as if they were freed people from some form of enslavement. I go into more detail about the census labels in the documentary that I'll link above right now. But I said all of that for a particular reason. And that is well, the official 1790 well, U.S. Census population count was, was dang, a total man. of 3,929,214 yep. okay. you know, um, people. But keep in mind that this total amount did not reflect millions of people who were indigenous to North America, a.k.a. Turtle Island, meaning to they did not come from another continent, nor did it reflect the accurate total amount children. of so-called slaves How in North America teach and train our children. The one thing that Dr. Williams left was this. We cannot move forward until we all understand the same information. Because information is coming from everywhere. But there is some very basic fundamental information that is just the foundation building. That understanding will get us out of this mess. Everybody that wants to stay, stay. Those who want to go, go. Now, I think in terms of us leaving America, they should pay. And every plane that we're on should have an escort so that we arrive at our destination safely. Jet fighters. Mm. This is this is a mess. And I really don't want to be a part of it anymore. Well, what does that look like now? How how do we not fail our children anymore. What does that look like? Are we cramming this information? Because you really can't, right? With this whole CPU thing, right? It's overload, overload. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, how do you get the people to realize who they are? I'm at the point, Cindy, if they don't want to realize who they are, stay where you are. I'm at the point of doing what I can do for those around me and those that are brought to me and I can stay in the house. For real, for real. I don't like going outside. That's what this country has done to me. Stevie Wonder left. I can be fine in my own domain. I don't watch TV anymore. This is all a bunch of bullshit. I'm just calling it like it is. I don't really want to talk to a lot of people because as Dane Calloway said, people would rather hear a lie. So listen to your lies and go about your business. Now, my mentor may say to me, well, you can't agree to come here and do some things and now you're bothered because you find out that people aren't as intelligent as you. That's not it. I'm bothered because people don't want to learn. They don't I want, am bothered. They don't want to or they can't. 
They can't, don't want to. I agree with you. So, like my mother and grandmother told me, you made your bed, lay in it. Don't come to me and you want me to do everything. I think it was you that said, uh, they want our help. And you said, well, help means you... Ozzy, can you help me lift this chair? It means I go sit my ass down while I watch you carry it, as opposed to assist, which means we both have to carry the chair. I found with our people, when they want help, that means they want you to do it for them. Where's, so I Where's started the lesson using- in that? Where is the lesson in learning if this person is doing it? If I'm fishing for you, what happens when I no longer can be around to fish for you? How are you going to get a fish? They don't. I guess they they starve and die. There you go. I guess they'll perish. Because I put in my time, Cindy. I'm only going to do the program and cut off access. You know what I'm going to ask you? I want to, and I don't, and I'm going to take it like a hammer to a nail right now, right? Hammer to a nail. Uh, I want you to tell them more about Kid Shop Yet. You know, and just what that would present to them as an adult, as an older adult, and even their children. Well, I can't say too much because I don't want to be a target. But I'll say this, or I should say, and I'll say this. Kids shop with this form. This is not new. I expanded something I did back in the 90s. I've got children in other countries, professional ball player. Some of the kids shop children left America. I've got uh, from that group nurses, anesthesiologists, county workers, city workers. I've been told a few business people. Most of the hundred children that went through that program have been successful on their level. So fast forward, I took five years to redevelop it. So now hopefully I have another successful group. Uh, The second group that I researched and developed the program with, they all have businesses. They're not millionaires, but they have businesses Ran into a married couple uh, shopping last week. I hadn't seen them in a couple of years. And meeting them in the store, grocery store, it reunited. We've been talking on the phone, but I hadn't seen them. Um, so I have people that came through the research and development component of Kid Shop from 2015 to 2020, when I was ready to go full scale with it, the pandemic came, the pandemic came. So now with your assistance and other people's assistance, we have some young people in the program. And your question was, how does it look for us to now care for our children, first we began to teach and train them. 
years ago, I told some people in Birmingham, that can start with just a Saturday session, 9 to 12, and 1 to 4 every day. See, we don't want to do the work. That's it in a nutshell. We would rather tag along ignorantly than to put something solid together and teach our children who they are, where they are, so they have a good understanding of where they are, what they can do, and you can do anything if you put your mind to it. Who, what, when, when is growing up, depending on what age you get them, and how you can teach them the how-to of things that we now know that we didn't get in our primary education. This is not hard. Everybody knows that the training that they receive, elementary, middle school, and high school, did not teach them life skills. And when people see it, and they're like, well, you know, who are you to? I mean, I learned certain things that you don't know. I'm not being arrogant. I'm just telling you. Most people don't even understand we're not to compete. We're to cooperate. There are so many things that we have been miseducated on, and we just assimilate and roll on. And the things that I hear come out of people's mouths, I don't even comment anymore. Sometimes if somebody close to me, I just give them my take on it. We have avoided the development of self. Good book to get. It's part of our curriculum. Dr. Naeem Akbar, Community of Self. You don't even have to learn about slavery if you don't want to. But it's good to know because that helps you understand where you are and why Stevie Wonder left. And others have left. It's simple. Basic fundamental skills gives young people and adults a foundation to build from for themselves. This system does not do that. Because the monetary system is a fractured reserve system. It's a house of cards. Look on all them dollar bills that we're not really carrying anymore. It says legal tender. It's not currency. It's fiat. There's no value to it. It's only what you can tend to a retailer or another person and get. Does it take 10 years to learn that? And I don't chase it. Well, you know, I'm older now, so I just, I live off what I get and, you know, as the program develops, I put what I get to the program back into the program. You know, we operate three radio stations. We'd have offices if it wasn't for COVID. That's something I'm looking at now. It's just easy. 
And oh well, oh see, it's easy to you. It's easy to other people. It might not be easy for everybody, but you can't build a house without a foundation. Now these children don't want to learn. They want to play. They want to play all day. Well, you know, I don't want to learn how to read. Well, you know, the the saying is insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. This is insanity, right? And so <laughs> the, the 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 whole meaning behind life, life, right? You know, this is a question that many have. What's the meaning to life? What's the meaning to life? The meaning to life is to live, right? But to live for you mm-hmm. and yours. You and yours. Not this individualism of just like, well, it's about me. I got about five children out there. To hell with them. You know, it's not that, right? If you're going to bring little people into this world, other little entities, right? It's about having this sound structure. Like you said, the foundation of a house, which is family and i wanted you to talk more about this family the unit the build the building the foundation family well you know you hear me say that we were left self family and community and the thing male or female you have to enter life you know coming out of high school where you begin to go out on your own And you have to, self is very important because without an astute, intelligent self, you can't build the other two, family and community. And that's where we've gone wrong with the addition of drugs and uh, all these other things that have been put in our neighborhoods. Self-development is one of the most important components for people striving to be human. So as you develop self, one of the things that you will learn is how do I relate to other people, same sex now, opposite sex. Opposite sex, you can procreate. So now you bring You know, you were a child, now you bring your other children in. The system has caused so much trauma in the development of cells to where we have not rebuilt our family, which when you have multiple families, it creates the village. Ours was torn up. And it was repeatedly torn up about every 10 years. They do things to make sure that poor people particularly are off balance. So when you look at the basic fundamentals of developing self, you get into self-awareness, got to check your self-esteem. There are many selves in the development of self. There are many things to learn. I use Dr. Naeem Akbar's book, The Community of Self, because it teaches you who you are and how you function. 
So now you can self-discipline. That's something that I had to work on. Once the developed self mates and you have same goals, like mine, you know, I had one of the sisters here tell me, well, you know, in science, opposites attract. I'm like, yeah, that's in science. We're humans. You don't try to deal with your opposite and build something. Try it. These are the things we got suckered into. Family. Our family unit is torn up. So in developing family, now you have to go to our lesson six in the beginner's manual. Accountability has to be taught. Ethics, honor, integrity, and responsibility. Those are the five pillars of life. If you teach a child those five things and they understand what they are, that they have to be accountable in life. They have to render account for their good actions and their bad actions. They have to take ownership of what they do. It is much different when they understand that they have to have a code of ethics to live by. It's much different when they have to understand that they must be honorable. You get a different look. Also with integrity and they have to be responsible. Now, when you hear people talk, they'll give you one of the five. The most I've ever heard was three. You need all five. And that's where we've fallen short. So when you have two individuals that have this knowledge and they have a child and they rear the child based on that knowledge, and here again, nothing's, in, uh, nothing's 100%. But those that know better, do better. To know is to do. I don't know what faith, hope, and belief do. And I'm just being honest. And I don't want to talk to nobody about it. If that's your understanding, stand on it. I know what knowledge, wisdom, and understanding does. I know what knowledge and understanding create. Wisdom. And if it's something you can't know right now, just put over there in the jury pool. Let it sit. You'll find out. I just see that those three things have us messed up because they counteract the development of self. I don't have to hope I'm going to eat. I don't have to have faith I'm going to eat. I don't have to believe I'm going to eat. I have to go through the process of eating. Wait, you don't want to pray for a meal? No. Now, if I get into a desolate situation where they, they... you know, beat me and leave me for dead and I can't move. Now I pray for food. But long as you're able body, there's a process. Listen, it's two peas. 
And I'm not talking about those peas that the young people talking about. It's two peas. Prayer or the process. When you really examine it, you don't have to pray for a lot. You find the process and you put in the time to learn how it's done. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. But everybody's over there trying to believe this and have faith about that and hope about this. I'm just saying, knocking y'all. I'm just saying, I, I can't deal with that. I dealt with it when I was younger. And it threw me off. Everybody don't need the same thing. But I tell you, when you know, you can do it. I'd rather know I'm going to eat because I follow the process than to be sitting at the dinner table hoping. Who does that? And when you have a village and you have no food for whatever reason, you can go to a neighbor. We're so far off from that now, it's pitiful. Where I live right now, I don't know anybody on my floor. It's sad. It is. It is. Back in the 1950s, Kurt Richer, a well-known Harvard graduate and scientist with John Hopkins University, did a series of rather unorthodox experiments using water, buckets, and a rats that resulted in an amazing discovery. He wanted to see how long rats could swim before they drowned. Cringeworthy, no <laughs> doubt. So you ask, what's so amazing about knowing how long it takes for a rat to drown? Bear with me. Richard put rats in a large bucket half filled with circulating water. Being notoriously good swimmers, the rats lasted about 15 minutes before giving up and succumbing to the depths of the bucket. Not impressed. Poor rats, he said in his mind. This was how they figured out what the word hope meant. This was called the hope and future. This was the uh, experiment on how hope works. I hope to get out of this. And the rat still drowned. Wow. So that's where hope comes from. You were up with hope, down with dope. God damn, you fucked up, right? Because you're just, <laughs> you know, it's just like, when you think about where certain things come from, if you understand, like you said, when you were saying, maybe you don't want to learn about slavery. Maybe you don't want to learn about the past, but how the fuck do you know where you're going if you don't know about your ancestors and the things that they have gone through and been through for you to get over and, uh, do you get what I'm saying? To get through obstacles. It helps you learn who you are. And it helps you learn what happened because history repeats itself. See, a lot of people, they can't see what's going on now because most of us was not alive the last time this happened. There's no frame of reference. They're taking us into World War III, allegedly. That's a new word that we've learned. <laughs> allegedly. So, just go back and study World War One. see what happened after it was over. World War II, see what happened after it was over. It'll tell you the updated of what that Klaus was talking about. It ain't hard. 
Well, hey, you know, it's a conspiracy. People, Cindy, I'm going to say this. People get on my nerves with this conspiracy theory. Use your brain. When you really look at conspiracy, how many people does it take to conspire? Two. And it's not a theory when two people have conspired. If you're going to use the term, use the proper term. We think this is something that's not true. You can't say conspiracy theory because once you define that a conspiracy is taking place, which only takes two people, we are conspiring to do a broadcast. Henceforth, your conspiracy is a secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful, the action of plotting or conspiring. Now, that ain't hard. Listen to Klaus. Well, man, you know, I don't get into conspiracy theories. You don't even have a clue what's going on. Because all your life you've been on a job that took the most of your time. So do you really know how this world operates? No. Yeah, it's sad. It is. It really is. It really is. Now, when you were talking about the, the, the those five pillars that we all need, are you able so much to work with the adults? Do you get them with children? Children are sponges. Yeah, they're like sponges. And at what year do you feel like it's a cutoff? Is it at 21? Is it 18? Is it 26? Is it 30? For you in, in, in the classes that you've given. Well, you know, to be honest, I don't like dealing with adults over 40. I teach, teach the old dog new tricks. I like high school, coming out of high school, college, up to, well, I got a couple of students over 40. You know, people are different. But I really love high school students. And I used to, when I first did kids shop, I had middle school. I had middle and elementary. But that's changed so much now. So I'd say the high school and young adult, those are the ones that need it. Wow. I was I was looking at uh, the fact that history has always had, we were talking about conspiracy theories, right? And there's a top 30, there are chemtrails, global warming, the AIDS virus was created in a laboratory, harp, plastic coffins in concentration camps, the 2004 Indian Ocean tsunami, fluoridation, Pan Am Flight 103, the Philadelphia Experiment, Pearl Harbor was allowed to happen, the Peak Oil Conspiracy, the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, Harold Wilson was a Soviet agent, black or unmarked helicopters, the Moscow apartment, apartment bombings, July 7, 2005, two bombings, Paul is dead, the disappearance of Shergar, Shakespeare was somebody else. 
That was a sister, y'all. Uh, North American <laughs> Union, MK Ultra, Operation Northwoods, Elvis Presley faked his death. Diana, Princess of Wales, was murdered. The Jesus Conspiracy, the Illuminati and the New World Order, NASA faked the moon landings, a flying saucer crashed at Roswell in 1947, the assassination of John F. Kennedy, and number one is September 11, 2001. That's just 30, but I can name a whole bunch more. (laughs) Well, I want to take two of them. Go for it. This country killed in our lifetime. Well, at least in mine. Yours too, brother. These young people, they didn't see the assassination of President Kennedy. Something is rotten in the cotton when you conspire to kill the president. I'll leave it there. But young people, young people should watch that. Oh, honey, mm-hmm. I've seen the video. I've seen the video. It's really hard to find it because it's it's kind of like uh, not as clear. But it's the weirdest thing because it looks like it's something that was in the car with him. I'm telling you, this thing just blew the man back. You see his wife scurrying to get further away. It tells you that she was scared of something. And that Secret Service agent jumped off that car and pushed her back in the vehicle and it sped off. I'll leave it at that. Oh, well, let me say this. The Secret Service that was actually following them, and we did this on on the wake up with John and Cam, they were told to go on another street. Yep. And there was an agent saying, but why are we not following? Well, it was set in motion. That's like a setup. That's like you, right? That's uh, we're conspiring, right? You and I conspiring. We're not. We're not. Uh, just let me. <laughs> we're conspiring to. I don't know. We're go- we're gonna rob a bank, and then you and I got this thing going on. And it, I got my team. We got our team together. And then I say, okay, you go in there. When you come out, we got you. Well, you you come out there, and ain't none of us out there. Right. You got guns drawn at your face. You're like, well, ain't this a motherfucker? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people in prison right now talking about, I had my team. I thought it was my team, but it was only I. Because there's no I in team. That's right. They had him in the kill zone and they took him out. Now, the other thing was the Philadelphia Experiment. But I'm talking about the Philadelphia experiment of W.E.B. Du Bois. Go ahead, and if you, if you read his book, From Dust to Dawn, I, I hear about how intelligent some of our foreparents were. And, you know, I'm just talking, okay? And we all do dumb things. W.E.B. Du Bois went door-to-door in the hood in Philadelphia to find out what our people needs were. After he compiled the data, this information is in the book. Guess what he did with it? What he did? Gave it to the White House. 
then asked for it back. You know what happened. Tell us no. what happened. Tell us what happened. No, you're not getting it back. Very few people know about that because we don't read. This is like letting somebody borrow your bike on the block. You don't get your bike back. I've seen that. If, if I would have been near him, I would have told him, don't do a foolish move. Keep it, and we can develop our own program. See, we're constantly looking for someone else to do things for us. There goes that help. <laughs> yeah, there goes that help. And he's brilliant. Uh, yeah, okay. That wasn't a brilliant move. That was a selfish move. That was individualism at its finest. That was Nat Turner is planning to do what he got to do. And then you got one of the slaves running. Harriet Tubman's coming to take us tonight. And somebody runs over to Mass and says, Mass, are they trying to leave tonight? That's what when that I is. first When I first developed Kid Shop in Vegas, a lot of the politicians wanted the book. Can I read the book over the weekend? So having read <laughs> Dust the Dawn with the boys, you're not going to get something that I've developed. It ain't going to happen. And you wouldn't know how to do it anyway. Because I wrote it to the, I wrote it so that I would be needed. So if a person just found a manual and started reading it, they wouldn't have a clue. And I learned that from seeing my foreparents make their errors. We all make errors. But I wouldn't make one that grave dealing with my people. Sometimes you just need to be quiet you won't end up dead. And sometimes you need to move your ego out of the way before you start a movement. And I just throw those things out there. I know who I'm talking about, but I've learned not to say things because you hurt people's feelings. When I don't talk about it, I can talk about who I want to talk about because I have put in the work. You don't tell me who to talk about, particularly if you're younger than me and you ain't put in no work. Nobody's perfect. I'm just bringing out a point to enhance the movement. We cannot make the same prior mistakes. No, we can't. We cannot. And here's the thing, right? When you were talking about them asking you, you know, and being able to read that and going, wait a second, right? That discernment of like, no, I will not give you my my blueprint to what I'm trying to do because we learn from history like the game Monopoly was created by a woman 
and she is not getting anything, right? She she created this in 1903, but we know Hasbro, right? We know that Milton Bradley, they are famously known for the Monopoly. The sewing machine was stolen idea. Someone told someone and someone took that shit and kept it moving. Television, the phone, the laser, the radio, Jack Daniels, baby, Facebook, the bulb, all stolen inventions to whom you praise someone for. You pray, you praise Mark Zuckerberg, but he did not create Facebook. Just throwing that out there. Be careful who you give your manuscript to because people will come and tell you, oh, let me help you. Let me help you means I want to take your shit. I want to take it from you. I don't care if you sweat and blood and tears. We don't, I don't care how many years you spent on this. You've been doing this since you were about 20 years old. Here you are today and you're saying, Here's what I have. Here's the program I have. And all you got to do is you show somebody. Now, all of a sudden, you see the shit everywhere. And you're like, why do I look like mine? <laughs> and then the person has the nerve or the audacity or the government or some corporation has the audacity to move you out the fucking way. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. They're not human. There's nothing, there's no human quality. And I'm saying humans are fickle, right? We've all met pieces of shit people. But there's a <laughs> level of just saying to yourself, how can I pick up what the fuck I didn't put down? That's a thief. You're a fucking thief all day. Every invention that we see and someone else is getting paid for it, those are fucking thieves. That's right. And you know... <clears throat> I want to know when they're going to get their just due. Now, I was told as a young man that that's God's decision. My response was, then why are we here? I just see things different. Really, I do. You cannot give up the power that was put in you. And I tell young people, no, you're not equal to your greater than. Just search history. Just look at, look at this society and I don't let them get on me when I used to talk to them. Because I put it right in their face. I break them down. I've had them cry sitting across the table. Because you have not been good stewards of anything. Don't bring me the bullshit. Right now, we got $140 trillion debt. Come on. But we sit silently because of fear. But the one thing that's going to happen to O.C. Burton is he's going to transition. So what are you afraid of? Now, I'm not saying rush it, but the principles are in play. They use them. Because they work for who uses them. 
So I don't know. It's um, it's either going to get better or it's going to get worse. Sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. Out of chaos, order can come. And tell them where to find you. 725-200-8342. Kid shop yet. Leave a message. Um, KSYET.org. And all of the information is on the website. If you have a problem registering, a young lady had a problem registering and she called and uh, one of the other young ladies had the phone and she walked her through it. So we're generally available and we'll get back with you. We're on Facebook. Uh, we really haven't done the social media because COVID messed everything up. I lost a lot of money. And um, it's not about money. It's about helping our young people find themselves so they can grow and develop in this society or in the future. And, you know, like I've told people, the money that I spent in doing this, if I don't get it back, no problem. I retired, and this is what I do in my retirement. Um, again, ksyet.org, and uh, our radio stations can be found. Urbanstarradio.com forward slash WKRN is the link. You can call 725-200-8342 if you want to listen to old school music, old school hip hop, and find out about our programming. Um, we're waiting to see what happens in America before we venture out to a office. But, um, you know, I hear people say, particularly politicians, if you have something to offer when you're trying to talk to them about getting something done, their question is, what's in it for me? Well, with kids, uh, what's in it for people is to have better people with knowledge. We teach life skills, career, business, and entrepreneurship. Very simply. And sometimes you just have to start where you are. There's a, there's a saying you have at the end of your ad. What's that saying? Because if you don't, then somebody else will. I, I want you to say it the right way. If you don't decide your future, someone else will. That part. And that's a slogan that uh, I coined that back in... Ooh, I must have been about 2021. And when I went back home after I left in 82, uh, a young brother went in his wallet and he poured, pulled out the card. I had that just put on a card for Burton Enterprises, his entertainment company. 
And he said, brother, I just want to tell you, every time I get down, I pull this card out. That's a hell of a statement. If you don't decide your future, someone else will. And he hugged me. He said, thanks, man. It was great meeting you. You know, but yeah, I, it just came to me. You know, if you don't decide your future, someone else will. So much to uh, to absorb on that one, yeah? Yeah, well, self-explanatory. Because right now, they're deciding the future. Oh, yes, yes. This is why they have the, Bind- the Blinden Burgers Group and the World Health Organization and the World Forum and One World Government and One World Religion and One, 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 One. Yeah. It's what what they say you can do. What we allow you to do. But pay for it through taxes. Go ahead. I mean, you know, you know, Cindy, I don't even deal with that. You know, I've been through a lot in life. I've seen a lot. I've understood a lot. And uh, I'm nobody's robot. If I'm anybody's robot, it's the creator. But I'm not going to build and I'm not going to bend or yield. It's not uh, worth it. Because you have a soul. (laughs) And souls do not take a liking to people whipping them and telling them what to do and how to do it. I, 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 did, did we not have the conversation about the slave that got tired of being raped and having all her children work the field? She started slicing their throats. And yeah, they took her to court in the 1800s because she sliced us, but not good enough. They said, uh, you, you got rid of our, uh, was it property? And it, yeah, our property. Our property. And, and then they, they don't even put it in prison because prison would have been nice. They put it right back out in the fields. Yeah. Uh. When we were talking, uh, something came to my mind. It just came back about the census. Here's what I'm talking about in terms of intelligence versus ignorance. Now, this system says that you must have a birth certificate and a death certificate. Correct? Correct. Okay. They say state by state, alphabetically. You just check. The birth certificates and the death certificates, you can come up with a number. Now, you're going to have to adjust the system as you go because people move around. But I think with some thought, you could do the census off the paperwork. They spend a lot of money for nothing. Because everybody's not counted as Brother Calloway talked to When you say nothing, it's not nothing, nothing like that. Because what I get from that is, uh, you know, uh, Paul Mooney used to have a joke. The census person comes to your house. 
okay, uh, you're, what do you see yourself as? Uh, what are you? Are you African-American? Do you have any Indians in here? Are there any yeah. Indians in the basement? You know, this, this weirdness of like, what kind of fucking question? <laughs> Did you get your census papers? Did you get your census papers? It's against the law if you don't mail it back. Did you know that? What'd they ask you? What's the first thing they ask you? Any Indians in the house? <laughs> These white folks are still looking for Indians. I got on the phone. I called them. I said, I thought you killed them all. Because remember when we was kids, remember? One little, two little, three. Remember, it was ten of them motherfuckers. The whole DNA now ancestral testing, which I haven't done, but you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, you should do if it. You, you put down it. the other three Indians in my house that next morning. Giving them the floor plan of who yes. I am. We come for the Indians. You get what I'm saying? This is what I'm afraid to do this shit. And I, I try I to figure it out. I said, how come these white folks hate Indians so much? I figured it out. You cannot make an Indian a slave. I don't even know the shit, but they're able to kind of break it down. That's why they said certain tribes and certain chicken like if you went and you did the test, it would be inconclusive. There's a confusion, right? Which kind of makes you wonder who's really from here, who's really human, all that stuff, how this all developed. And so that's the thing, right? As much as I would love to say, here's my blood, stick your arm out and take it, right? As much as you want to be like everyone else, there should be some privacy for yourself. And this is why you have to talk to your elders. You don't hmm. need a goddamn blood test. Like you have to, if you have it, if you have your family together, right? And yes, some people are uh, don't want to say certain things. There's a lot of people that's like, well, I never knew who was so-and-so. I had a lady tell me she did her ancestry test. It came out that she was first cousin to some woman. She ain't never seen a, the lady a day in her damn life. You know what she came up with? What? Grandma was having an affair with a man down the block. Why that same lady lived one house away. Then she found another person one house away. Grandpa was a rolling stone. He left some children some way where, and they were able to see the DNA, which puts them all at first cousin level. Wow. Could you imagine that? Just like that. Well, where did you live? I live at 1791 Park Lane. Well, I lived at 1750 Park Lane. Huh. I've never met you. I've never met you. Well, who do you know? I know Mr. Walter. Oh, Mr. Walter was my granddaddy. Well, Mr. Walter was my granddaddy. Ooh. <laughs> well, I tell you, Cindy, I'm not looking for nobody. And I'm not giving nobody, particularly these thugs and gangsters, I'm not giving them my DNA. It'll show up at a crime scene. 
Mm-mm. You know what DNA gets us? DNA gets us. Even though that story that that helped her to kind of just understand that, okay, I had family here. I got family over in the island. She found out she was related to uh, Fab Five Freddy and all that stuff, which that's a beautiful ending to whatever, right? Finding that, oh, I have Bayesian in my I'm from Barbados. I got people from Barbados, right? Mm-hmm. Th- there's the other side of this 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 uh, blood-taking madness. You have Henrietta Lacks that I constantly keeps telling people her family is still sitting in the projects in Chicago. This woman's vaginal cells is healing cancer. Wow. That part. <laughs> this is the stuff they don't tell you. So what are they doing with your blood? Because I know when they saw my placenta come out, the lady, the bitch forgot I was on the table with the baby crying. She was like, please bring this to my office. Because mm. she said, I've never seen placenta like that in my whole life. And I've been delivering babies for 26 years. It came out whole and it looked like a uh, dream weaver. <laughs> And she wanted it and didn't, you know, normally doctors won't tell you, but she couldn't even help herself. She said it right there. Wow. And that says a lot. So someone already has my DNA. <laughs> Happens to be a Jewish person. But yeah, nonetheless, they have my DNA. I don't know who it went to feed. I don't know who it went to help, walk, run, fly. Who freaking knows, right? And this is my problem with doing the whole DNA thing because my whole thing is if that happened to me while I was there, what's going to happen mm-hmm. when you send your blood somewhere mm-hmm. and then they find out certain things. Cause they know certain things, right? That we don't know. This is why they divide and conquer separated us through census. Oh no, your colored, your mulatto, your, your Indian, your this, your that. Hey, bring in the $5 Indians, put everybody together and just separate everyone. Yeah. We got to figure out um, how to move forward jointly. It's, um, we really do. We really do. I'll see. Is there anything else you would love for the people to know? Uh, this is uh, on the wake of radio.com. This is Cindy Ashby of the hour. Sign up for OTWTube.com. Uncensored free speech platform. Before I close those goddamn doors, y'all keep playing with me. Um <laughs> Is there anything that you would like to let the people know about not just just the why and the how we have failed our children, what we need to do? Are there I mean, you've given us solutions, whether they heard you in the back. I don't know. Let them play this shit over and over. Matter of fact, this is part. Isn't this part three? Yeah, I mean. It's. um, A lot of people are dealing with the triple trauma that you hear me talk about. You know, we've had the trauma of going through slavery. And, you know, people say, well, you know, I didn't go through slavery. Well, this is a slave system. They only changed it from owning you, chattel, to wage. This is wage slavery. It is what it is, whether you like it or not. So... If you need to work on your childhood trauma, you need to seek out someone who does that. Our program doesn't do that. Um, I tend not to carry things. 
I don't necessarily understand that forgiving is mandatory. I mean, I'm just different. And if I have to pay a penalty for it, I'll pay the penalty. But if it doesn't make sense, doesn't make sense. There is no compulsion in religion. We were given free limited will. So I don't know, Cindy, you know, we'll talk. I'd like to do some other things, you know, as I put them together. You know, maybe some half-hour situations um, to go, you know, deeper into certain things. I am not uh, a person who will tell you everything because you have to have some skin in the game. And that's the problem. Most people don't want to do the work. And if you don't do the work, you won't gain the knowledge. You have to start dealing with knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Your knowledge gives you an understanding. And as you grow and mature, you become wise. That's where they get the statement wise beyond their years. Headshot was developed to assist young people in their growth and development as human beings. 725-200-8342. And it's not expensive, depending on your income. It's 10 a week, 20 a week, 50 a week. You can go to our website. Uh, on Facebook, and they give you all that information. And, uh, I mean, you can go to our Facebook page, and you can go to our website, you know. And the people that have gone through the program, you know, I got to get people to make testimonials, you know. You got truck drivers out there, young man that I met out here in Vegas, he's a truck driver now, you know. Spoke with him the other day. He's okay. People have employment or their own business. And the fault of this program, if there is one, is that it is so diametrically opposed to the system. The system don't have nothing to do with it. And it wasn't for the system. I don't, I don't expect that little old me to have them change the educational system. But we can do our own thing and be a step up. Again, if you don't decide your future, someone else will. Beautifully said, beautifully said. O.C. Burton II, I want to thank you. Thank you. We're always going to do something, right? Always, right? Because it's, it's insurmountable amount of information we can give to the people, whether they want to learn it or not. And I want to tell you that I love you while you're here, right? Because we always like to wait so people are gone. <laughs> people are gone and be like, I loved it in him, right? And so I love you, O.C. Burton II. You are amazing. You are. I am grateful that your parents met and made you. Met me too. <laughs> And I, I miss I miss them. I wish they would have seen 
you know, their son. Oh, baby, they can see you. They can see you. You know, that's that's another half-hour show, you know. (laughs) I'm still kind of at odds with this situation, you know, seeing people in heaven again. I don't know. Don't worry. They, they're here to guide. They're here to guide us. We just have to pay attention to the signs and the symbols. I know it sounds like very dust stuff, but it's really not that much. Like I said to you, a lot of times people will tell you Jesus will find the way, but then turn around and tell their children there's no such thing as Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Which well, is it? Which is it? Right? I had somebody tell me, they said, you know, everybody talk about Jesus. He couldn't get off the cross. I'm just saying. Right. And then you know, people are offended. I'm offended. I, yeah, I'm not trying to offend anybody. You know, I'm just saying that somebody had their hands in that. You know, because when you go back to the original information that came out of Kemet, it reads totally different. We must, totally we must do a show on that one day. We must give them the the true beginning and the true meanings of like where things come from. And they can look it up themselves. But you know, people don't read. And sometimes you have to tell them a bedtime story. Yeah. And I'm like, not feeling that. You know, really I'm not. Well, they're asleep already. You know, when you're giving the bedtime story, they're, they're asleep. <laughs> I, oh, so you were saying something. I just fell asleep. Uh, uh, what were you saying again? It's like, forget it. Yeah, it's, um, it's so many things. And right now, it's so much happening in the world. You know, we're at a crossroad. And the people need to put together a plan. Now, that might be asking a lot, but you don't want to take this slave system further because they're surprised that a lot of people went with Okido and they're scared to death, honestly. So I, take I, it for what it's worth. I know you said it's a lot. It's really not. It's a choice. You want to live or you want to die? You want to go or you want to stay? The choices, well, yes. choices, right? Like you said to me, you want to vote or you don't vote. It's still a choice, but it doesn't make you any less of a person to kind of go, well, I'm going to go over here. Well, no, I'm not dealing with that shit. Because if someone told you to pick between two women and one was a tranny and the other was a horse, you'd be like, "That's that, they're not even women. I'm not putting my dick in that. Like, I'm not making a choice. I got one better than that. And and maybe we should do a show on voting because I don't think people understand it. You know, when you hear people, oh, you don't vote? No, I don't see anything to vote for. Now, people don't understand that there are levels of intelligence. Most people are on the bottom tier. But when you mature and develop, and you escalate your intelligence to understand certain things, you will see the game in voting. People don't understand what they say out of their mouth. Well, you know, 
uh, take the lesser of two evils. So now we're voting for evil. And they say that. And I just say, okay, here's another dummy. And I mean, you know, I'm just saying, that's dumb. This system was created to groom your representatives. Miss that in civics lesson. If you don't understand the system and you just want to jump into it and start taking orders from people that created the system, that won't work out too good. And it hasn't worked out too good. And I want to say this quickly. I wonder how the people that voted for Sleepy Joe feel right now. Nobody wants to take accountability for that one. I can't get anyone to tell me they voted for him now. Oh, no. That's, you know, I'm not, you know, I just, I'm going back to my old self. You know, I've kind of grown out of the name calling, but I just have to say that that's the suckers that they are. Because hope floats like rats. <laughs> you know, and then they get mad at you because you didn't vote. If you don't see anything to vote for and you haven't groomed someone, you should withhold your vote. And you still, because of your presence on the planet, have the right to complain. Well, you know, if you don't vote, you don't have the right to complain. Who are you? Now you're making new rules. I just listen to people, and some of them have been through their education system, and they have all these alphabets behind their name, and they're dumb as a brick. I mean, come on. Think. Learn the process of thinking. You trust your enemy and you stay away from your friend. That's kind of insane. Yeah. I have people that I grew up with, you know, because every year that I worked on Kids Shop, I call it Vision 2020, you know, Vision 218, Vision 217, you know, as I developed it. You know, it's like, who am I to have a vision? What does that mean? Come on. I didn't go to college. You went to college. You should know what it means. I have a vision for our people. And I understand that it's a lot that you don't know. Because I've asked them. You know, what are the, the three pillars of capitalism? I'll wait. What operates capitalism to make it easier? There are three industries that operate capitalism. What are they? Nobody's never answered. You're participating every day and you can't even say the three, uh, the, if you take these three industries away from capitalism, it'll fall. And I'm not going to give the answer. We don't know. So how are you going to do better 
if you don't know better. You can't. And we haven't done better. I have a partner who used to say, well, you know, they stuck on stupid and parked on dumb. I ain't calling nobody no names. I'm just telling you what it is. And Stevie Wonder used to say, if you believe in things that you don't understand, superstition ain't the way. And they still don't see it. One of my favorite songs. Yeah. I wish brother Stevie Stephen Morris, his real name, I grew up with him in Detroit. And I get that picture. I took a picture backstage with him at the Fox Theater. Let's see if we, my family has that. You know, in, in Detroit, they used to have a Motown Review, Motortown Review. I think it was Motown Review many, many years ago at the Fox Theater. And school was out. Sometimes I go two, three times. Got to see the Motown artists. But I wish him well, wish him the best in Ghana. I think he still has his radio station here and a couple other businesses. I'm going to check and see. But um, we got to do better, Cindy. I wish y'all. Wish y'all. I like, I like that optimism. The glass is, is half full. <laughs> half full. That's right. <laughs> I want to thank you for coming on the hour. We're definitely going to do this again. We'll do the voting one, yeah? So that way people can understand. We There's another election coming up, you know, especially when a, when a, uh, what's it? If, uh, what's his name? Sleepy? You call him Sleepy Joe? I call him Creepy. Creepy. <laughs> creepy Joe. If he's not around and that woman's in charge, then... There's some stuff that's gonna have to be moved around, and um, but I don't we even know. From bad to worse. That part, that part. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, yeah. When we talk about voting, I definitely want to bring up all those things that I learned about our wonderful VP, that was Attorney General. I don't think people really understand the boot that stays on their neck. You know. See, we've been backed into a corner of this first thing. We're just happy to see by to see someone that looks like us in the in the position. Uh, that ain't the way you do it. You need the proper position. Look, let the first go as long as it needs to go until you find somebody that's going to support you who's going to represent you. We've just been played like a violin. That part, that part. These people are career politicians. They've been doing this for a long time. Even when they're, they're sleeping with the so-and-so and so, it's all about power, chain of command. Who do I, who have to fuck around here to get a position? That type of shit, right? And that's what we're dealing with. But people don't, I don't think people realize that, right? That That's, that still goes on. You know, somebody's been in doing this since 1980 or someone like Biden that's been doing this forever and ever and ever and making laws and putting laws and uh, what is this? Three strikes and you're out. And, you know, 
these people have been a, around a very long time and they are making an impact on our us as well as our youth when they put in certain things in place right there are laws today that oh god this is a whole nother thing like you said we have to come back to voting because i was just thinking i was looking at some laws in new york city that they've never taken off a book do you know there's a law that says you cannot eat ice cream on an elevator on sunday oh yeah yeah you know here again that's the people that we're dealing with i mean why would you make that a law that part out here in vegas they got uh what was it something about uh something on a hamburger you couldn't have something on a hamburger so there's a couple of you'll find in these cities little strange things because strange people created it oh god such weird there's even a law somewhere i i want to say somewhere in michigan one of those places where people like going fishing there's a day excluded it, the day is excluded from fucking fish, from like deep throating a fish. I was like, this is a law? You have to tell someone not to put that slang in a fish's mouth? I, <laughs> 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 well, you know, that's the perverseness uh, of them. <laughs> well, you know, you, if you go back to, um, and I'll just say this, F-U-C-K, that was uh, for unknown carnal knowledge. It was a ticket. A ticket? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in Europe. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Now you just, well, don't let it be here. Don't say that. You might get shot in the back. What? Oh. Yeah, the yeah. word. <laughs> well, you know, shit. <laughs> Why are you stopping me? What do you mean, why am I stopping you? Give me a license and registration. <laughs> I'm not even driving. <laughs> yeah, that that part. Well, why if you go back to, even if you go back to SHIT, that was ship high and tar. It was a uh, nautical term. You know, it explains a lot. Maybe. Henceforth, cussing like a sailor. But um, bump, yeah. <laughs> oh, see, I really appreciate you. I thank you for coming on the hour. Uh, I know I keep saying, tell them where to find. Give them that website again. Give them that number again, and then we'll end. Ksyet dot org, and it's seven two five two hundred eight three four two. Kids shop yet org, and it is a life skills career, business, and entrepreneurship training program for the youth and family. Thank you very much, Cindy. Love you. Until next time. Yes. You get up and howl about America and democracy. There is no America. There is no democracy. We no longer live in a world of nations and ideologies. The world is a college of corporations, inexorably determined by the immutable bylaws of business. The world is a business. And I have chosen you to preach this evangel.
flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dian. Cindy Ashley. On the wake up. Just get your body to move. Won't stop till we shake the room, yeah. Just get your body to move. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Then on the wake up play. Won't stop till they hear what we say, yeah. Then on the wake up play. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Just get your body to move. Won't stop till we shake the room, yeah. Kids Shop Yet Organization programs are finally here. Visit KSYET.org to register. We provide you with the mindset change information as an introduction to doing business in America. Our Beginner's Instructional Services Manual introduces the basic fundamentals to knowledge